The following story has been brought to you by StoriesToInspire.org. When Rabbi Klatsko received the call from his wife, he was in Dallas, Texas at the time. She asked him, is everything Hashem does for the best? He said, yes, of course. Why? She said, don't worry, everyone is fine. The children are safe, Baruch Hashem. Our house just burned down. It took about a year to rebuild our home, but we looked at it as an opportunity. Let's create a home where Shabbos would be the focus, the center of our home. So we built this very long dining room because they made this table, and we decided we're going to have guests every Shabbos, many guests. But in order to provide us guests with a full Shabbos experience, singing, davening, dancing, Rabbi Klatsko realized he would have to buy a Sefer Torah. One day, Rabbi Klatsko saw an ad, Torah for sale, 200 years old, 11 inches tall. It turned out that the owner lived in Philadelphia, two and a half hour drive from Muncie where the Klatskos lived, and he offered to drive over with the Torah so Rabbi Klatsko could take a look at it. The following Sunday, this elderly gentleman pulls up to my home, no yarmulke, holding a blanket. We unroll the blanket, and there is a miniature antique Torah. He was so excited, he couldn't contain himself. He said, where did you get this Torah from? The seller said, my father, who was a Holocaust survivor, was a rabbi in the Catskills in New York after the war. When he passed away, the shul closed down, they auctioned everything off, and I kept this little Sefer Torah to myself. And I said, do you know what I would do if I had this Torah? I would sing with it, I would dance with it, we'd have bar mitzvahs with it, dance with it on Simcha's Torah. And he looks at me and I see, he has these tears in his eyes. And the seller began sharing his story. My father passed away when I was just 15 years old. I had so many questions, but no one was there to answer them for me. When I went to college, I met a Buddhist girl, and we eventually got married, and I converted to Buddhism. This Sefer Torah has been lying in my closet for the past 50 years. Suddenly, he looks at me and he says, you know what I just realized? This is your Torah. I said, pardon me? He said, this is yours. I want you to have it. I said, for free? He said, yes, it's yours. I'm giving it to you. Do great things with it. Now that Rabbi Klatsko had to say for Torah, it was time to find an Orenkaidish. One day, he came across an ad for sale. Jewish Christian piece of furniture. I look at the picture, and there is what looks to me like an ark. It's got pillars that are carved. It has these little doors. The only thing that made no sense was at the very top of this piece of furniture was a big cross. He contacted the seller and he asked him, where did you get this piece of furniture from? The owner told him, we're an estate liquidator and when someone dies without relatives, we auction off all of their stuff. This box belonged to a priest in North Carolina. Rabbi Klatska said, I'm a rabbi. I think this is a Torah ark. Could you do me a favor? Does the shade of wood of the cross match the shade of wood of the ark? Sure enough, they were completely different. It turned out that the priest fixed a cross on top of an Arankai dish. Rabbi Klatsko offered $1,300 and a few days later, the Arankai dish arrived. He took off the cross and in a moment of truth, he put the Sefer Torah into the Arankai dish. It was a perfect fit. A few weeks later, Rabbi Klatsko received a phone call from a woman who was active in the community. 
She said, Rabbi, I know you do Kirov, and I know you're always hosting unaffiliated Jews for Shabbos and Yom Tov. We have a girl, she's 12 years old, her name is Beth. She's been through so much in her life. She's been abused mentally, emotionally, and physically. She needs a home for the upcoming Yom Tov of Sukkot. Can you host her? Of course, Rabbi Klatsko immediately agreed. She comes in with a baseball cap covering her eyes. She can't make eye contact. She is literally like a broken vessel. She has been betrayed by each person in her life who is supposed to protect her. That night in the sukkah, the first meal of Yom Tov, Rabbi Klatsko tried to moderate the conversation and draw Beth in. He even told over the story of the Sefer Torah and the Aron Kodesh. But Beth remained completely uninterested. The next morning, everyone noticed a sudden change in behavior in Beth. She was sitting on the floor playing with the children, helping Mrs. Klatz go out in the kitchen, laughing, smiling, enjoying everybody's company. It wasn't until after Yanta when they spoke with the community activist that they found out what happened. The lady says, apparently on the first night of Sukkot, you told them a story of a Torah and an ark that you had just acquired. That night, when everyone was asleep, Beth got out of her bed, tiptoed out of her room, went downstairs. She goes over to that ancient ark, takes out that ancient Torah. She presses her cheeks against that Torah and she begins to weep and cry and pray. Master of the world, you found a home for a little Torah that no one appreciated, no one saw its value. It was stocked away in a Buddhist closet for 50 years. You found a home for this miniature Aron Kodesh that was in a church by a priest for so many decades, nobody knew its value, no one appreciated it. Hashem, can you please help me find a warm Jewish home, a place where I will feel loved and appreciated? It was that moment that was a turning point for Beth and began her healing process. A few months later, we adopted her. And she's become an inspiration to so many other young ladies who have been through difficult times in their lives. You know... So many of us in our communities feel unaccepted, judged, and alone. Like Beth with her Sefer Torah and Aron Kodesh, they feel like they don't have a place to belong. They don't have a place they can call home. Let's remember to open our hearts and minds to each other, accept and embrace one another, and like Rabbi Klatsko, make a space, create a home for those of us who feel sidelined, neglected, and rejected. By doing so, Hashem will remember us and once again bring us all back to our home. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.